please listen carefully. Alrighty, this is officially the episode number one of Part of the Process podcast. Feels very strange. <laughs> um, but I'm here with the Shelly Thrasher, who is uh, by all means uh, a mother figure in my life and has known me since I was just a baby um, and an inspiration uh, to me as well as many people in her life. So I have asked her to be my first guest. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Sierra. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited. <laughs> me too. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here with all our notes very prepared, all nervous. Um, so hopefully it goes well and uh, we don't mess up too much. Absolutely. No. But um, what I'm here to talk to Shelly about um, is her experience and her journey and her process and um, how she stays focused and motivated and positive and kind. All things that she has taught me over the years. Wow. Yeah. So tell me your story and, uh, you know, where you started, where it began, where it's gone, where it's going. No problem. Okay. Um, Well, I know I'm here to talk about the multiple sclerosis um, that I was diagnosed with in 2010. Um, So obviously I I knew things were wrong a few years before that, but... um, I uh, started getting optic neuritis, which was uh, basically part of my eye was blocked. And uh, that started the journey uh, from the eye doctor to the ophthalmologist, uh, to the neurologist, and then eventually getting an MRI and uh, getting diagnosed with MS in 2010. So it's been eight eight years. Almost eight. Yes, eight years. Eight years. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I really had to think about that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, eight years. Was it a long process from going to like noticing something was wrong to like the diagnosis? Actually not. Uh, I think I'm lucky enough to be living in the Kitchener-Waterloo area where um, the healthcare system is uh, very good. (laughs) And um, it actually took only probably three months from start to finish. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah, that's really short. Really good. Which is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then after I had the MRI, um, they actually called me three days later and said to come in. So I'm like, oh, okay. That was pretty fast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went by myself because I didn't even think about it. And then um, the neurologist uh, brought up a picture of my brain on the screen and explained that I have lesions in the brain. And if you have... I believe it's three or more, uh, you have a positive diagnosis. Okay. How many did you have? Four. Four. Okay. So I, like I said, I went by myself. Um, I had a little cry. I didn't even think to bring someone else with me. Yeah, I was like, I would be so scared. I'm like, I go on, I think, I think something's wrong. And I'm like, oh, someone's going to come with me. Mom, I'll, yeah. call you, I'll call you right after. I didn't even think of it. And then he says, oh, did you come by yourself? And I said, yeah. And he goes, are you okay? And I said, well, I'm basically the same person I was yesterday and I was driving and working. So, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, So the thing he told me, though, right away, um, well, two things. He said, um, get on high doses of vitamin D right away. He did his thesis on vitamin D consumption, NMS. Okay. Um, But also he gave me what I call a book. Um, several pages, had lists of all the medications and the side effects that went along with all of the medications. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, <laughs> and said, how was that reaction? <laughs> well, at first I, I thought, oh, I guess this is what has to happen. Right. This is what needs to happen. Right. So I brought it home and I read it. And, um, after I read it, I threw it in the garbage <laughs> and, um, actually, no, I did talk to my family a little bit first, but then I threw it in the garbage. He fully expected when I went back in a couple of weeks, um, to tell him which medication I was going to be on. Right. Which were all injectables. Um, in the meantime, I had talked to someone else that was on the medications and she said to me, Oh, it's not really not that bad. Um, it's kind of like she get a, I inject myself three times a week and it's kind of like you get the flu for eight hours after each injection. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean by that? She said, you know, the flu, throwing up, diarrhea, et cetera. Every time. You Every take it. time. Yeah. So she said, I try to sleep through it. And I said, oh, well, you just kind of made up my mind. Yeah. That that's not going to happen yeah. because I didn't feel anything like any of those side effects that, right, right. that were called. Yeah. So I went back and I said, nope, I'm not going to be doing this. <laughs> what was the doctor's reaction? And, um, oh, he was surprised. Um, you know what? I, I don't know what their uh, relationship is with the right. pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. and won't profess to know that, but right. um, I can guess. Yep. Anyway, um, in the meantime, I talked to a personal friend of mine who is a holistic doctor in Texas, and she gave me a list of um, vitamins and supplements that I should start on right away. Mm -hmm. And she told me a few things. She said routine was extremely important in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which really I wasn't routine yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, working as a district manager in retail, your life is anything but a routine. Right. So um, I tried. Um, I got a new mattress. And I, <laughs> I took uh, all the supplements she told me. I've added a few since then. And um, really now in eight years, I haven't had any um, major relapses, mm -hmm. which by all accounts, what I read is quite good. Right. Yeah. In, in terms of um, symptoms, like yes. symptoms yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Now, how hard was it going from not, you know, not being used to having to have a routine to now have to be quite regimented? Did it take a while or yes. was it yeah. Was it a, a hardest, process? <laughs> it's the very, very hardest thing. Yeah. And I struggle with that um, every day. Yeah. Um, that, you know, sometimes you have to say, oh... No, I can't do that because I better go home and I better sleep and mm -hmm. I better do this and I better do that. And mm -hmm. um, but it's not, you know, it's fine. It's it's all fine, but it's just really difficult for me, mm -hmm. um, given that in my old life I was on the go all the time. Right. And yeah, that yeah, was really hard. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say would that be like one of the biggest challenges? Was the routine um, or more? Yes, um, scheduling myself. And uh, yes, a routine. So um, what I did for the um, supplements is I got myself a little pill reminder, which most people use their, for their medications. Mm -hmm. uh, but I put in seven days in a row um, of all the supplements, all the vitamins. So I make sure that I take them every day. Right. And um, then, you know, at the end of the week, fill it up again and, and keep going with that. And that way you can bring it if you go. Yeah. Um, which I do go and I visit friends and things like that. Yeah. So. Um, one of the hardest things with that is, it's going to sound really dumb, but um, sleeping in a different bed. So if you go to someone's house and you're not with your own mattress and your own pills and 
your oh, own. Oh, I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about it, it's really, really tricky. Yeah. Um, and my friends are starting to get it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so they're paying more attention and yeah. asking questions. And I'm being a little more forceful as well. This right. Is, this is what I need or I bring things that I need. Yeah. Um, today, yeah. I'm staying at a friend's. I went and bought the things I needed. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's probably one of the more challenging, challenging things. things. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like, as I go, have gone through my own stuff in a different way, is like educating other people about like what's going on with you. Because on the outside, you know, it looks like you're fine. Everything's good. And, you know, but if you don't put yourself out there and saying like, well, this is actually, this is something I need, you know, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. People are always like, they don't, it is, it's a lot of educating people and, and making sure that they're aware. But it's also like, I always feel like awkward being like making that known for people. Yes. Yeah, no, it is awkward. Yeah. Um, it's getting less awkward for me. For some reason, I guess I'm getting more verbal and more like, oh, this is what I need. Yeah. If, if that's not good. Yeah. I can stay home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And most people are like want you around and want you to come and stay. I'm lucky enough to be yes. blessed with um, a lot of amazing people. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, like I said, you take care and you buy the things you need or you bring the things you need or, right. you know. Um, yeah. And you just have to trust your sort of instincts and your inner self. Yeah. On what you need. Yeah. Right. What's so. like your like routine like? Like what's your morning, morning well, routine? Well, at home when I'm home. Um I, the, the morning is probably the most difficult. Um, I'm much better in the afternoon towards the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but morning is hard just to get up. <laughs> yep. um, now I've been lying down and moving in several positions all night, but getting up, I'm sore in the morning. And um, you know what, like a lot of people are our age, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sore in the morning and then what I do is I make sure I stretch. You got to stretch a lot and you got to move your body. Moving your body is the most critical thing. Yeah. Um, with just about anything. Yeah. And my, getting older. My, my favorite quote I heard was motion is the lotion. And oh, that's like, perfect. That's genius. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That is so true. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to move. You can't sit still. Yeah. Um, stretching is critical. And um, then I usually have a, a shake in the morning um, has a lot of things in it. I have to have something to have with my vitamins because if you don't, if you just try to have vitamins by themselves, yeah, it doesn't work that well for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have a shake, um, almond milk, and um, a lot of fresh fruit and flax and chia and hemp hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, hemp hearts are the thing, um, a pure protein. Um, my mom's been ordering from Calgary by the case uh, mm. for at least 15 years, and they've never changed the price. She orders two cases at a time. Uh, we all use them. And, um, yeah, it's pure protein in, in your shake. Yeah. And uh, we, it, it's just important when you wake up. Yeah, always. Start I even have a yeah. jug from Orpha from the last time. Maybe not the last time I saw her, but from a couple of yeah. days before. She gave, she gave me parts. one. Yeah, yeah. Parts. yeah, she gives them away for gifts yeah. because it's like... <laughs> Happy health for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So that's how I start. And then usually um, my biggest, one of my biggest struggles is, and this has to do with MS, is bladder control. So um, the only medication I take is called Mirbatrix. I take a very low amount, but it 
helps you with bladder control so you don't have to go so frequently and so quickly yeah um so i can't actually go for a large walk until the afternoon i just gotta work that out in the morning mm -hmm. and then i can walk so um i like to walk for an hour usually at some point mm -hmm. in the afternoon and if it's not a nice day go to the gym downstairs and treadmill or bike or, right. or whatever but the cardio is is extremely important yeah yeah so let's talk about Orpha a little bit. Okay. Because you mentioned your mama. <laughs> what, I mean, I know Orpha, but for those of everyone who doesn't know Orpha. Um, yeah, Orpha's my inspiration. She's my mom. She's um, 96. Uh, she comes from an amazing farm background in Elmira and um, was a very hard worker her whole, her whole life. Her and my father um, were very concentrated on good health, good eating, and walking, moving, um, and um, the other thing it, that was really important in our life was laughing all the time. So there was a lot of laughter in the house, um, continuous. Yeah. So now we're lucky enough to still have my mom with me. Uh, we spend a lot of time with her and there is a lot of laughter and um, she eats extremely well. She has herself gone through um, bowel cancer, uh, but caught it early and uh, on the other side of it is doing amazingly well. She made a lot of changes. That was 15 years ago. I, see, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. I didn't know that. Caught it really early. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. And uh, she is my inspiration for sure every day. I mean, it, now I live very close to her and we spend a lot of time together. We walk a lot. Yeah. Um, the thing we've recently added is urban poles um, for pole walking. Um, okay, explain yeah. that. Um, they are poles that have a, a place for your hands and you can adjust the height on them. So she and I both have them. Now we don't use them all the time, but if we're walking in rough terrain, mm. um, my balance having MS is very affected some days, worse than others. Mm -hmm. And um, so for walking in the winter, for instance, and there's a little bit of snow or ice or walking or hiking and there's a little bit of uneven terrain, the poles are super helpful for balance. Okay. Um, but the other thing that they do, and I had to tell her this because she was hesitant to use them. It's like, I don't need those at age 96. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> oh, surprise yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, they work your core and they work your arms and they work your whole upper body. So it's like another part of the workout other than just walking. So it's helping your balance, but it's also helping with other with your yeah. strength yeah as well yes exactly yeah interesting yeah. and you guys just started using those um last or winter last winter yeah i have a friend in kingston that um has walking groups mm -hmm. and um i got them from her she came and like set us up showed us how to use them and uh yeah Amazing. yeah so Orpha's obviously had a huge impact on your life, your lifestyle and the way you look at health. And She sure has. Yeah. Um, her and my dad, um, very, like I said, very concentrated on, on good health. Um, not a lot of bad habits, although we have cocktail hour every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, mom. she's 96, so she knows the secrets, right? Um, it's around five usually. We're all having cocktail hour. Um, she buys, I wish I had the name of it actually, but um, some sort of brandy. It's high alcohol content <laughs> and very inexpensive that you buy at the liquor yeah. store. Oh, so, um, but yeah. It's that's been always a part. I mean, even growing up, they always had cocktail hour. That nobody is... was drinking too much. Nobody was smoking. Right. But always cocktail hour. Yeah. yeah. That is so <laughs> funny. 
Well, I want to rewind a little bit. You were talking about um, your morning routine and like what you put in a shake and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that we've had conversations about um, the removal of sugar and, you know, the importance of eating a good diet and, you know, getting away from processed foods and stuff. And I'm curious, like how that affects your MS and how how you feel and when you're eating different things. Yeah, of course. Um, I do want to call out vitamin D, two vitamins in particular though. First, vitamin D is a critical component to almost any neurological thing. Um, Actually, I think it's important for a lot of people, but MS is the most common in North America. And from what the neurologist said, they think that it is because our uh, lack of sunshine, mostly in the winter months. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because in Caribbean countries, there's literally no MS at all. Hmm. So the other area where it's quite prevalent is in the UK. Um, And again, it's sun. There's not a lot of sun. And um, also women are more affected by it, I think, because there's less jobs for women outside. Um, Mm. So that's just sort of my own thought. But vitamin D is critical and it changed my whole eyesight completely because in the beginning I was having a hard time with color, um, meaning traffic lights, which wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it changed that. I was going to, I think about two weeks it took to only change that for vitamin D. Wow. B12, and also B12 is good for um, your energy levels. So if you're low energy, I think B12 is critical to your life. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I've pretty much, for the most part, taken out all processed foods. Yeah. Um, Boxes, you know, cans usually aren't that bad, Mm -hmm. mostly boxes. It's a lot of boxed stuff. You have to really pay attention and look at your ingredient list. Um, What I have found just in the last little while is how much extra uh, sugar is in so many things that you would never think sugar was in. So Mm -hmm. you just pick up a box of, I don't know, I'm going to say like, oh, a processed like lasagna or something. And you say, oh my gosh. How is there sugar and why? And why? Is there sugar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that happens quite often where yeah. I'm completely like, wow, right? And then the other thing I look for is things I don't know. So I look mm-hmm. on the box and I go, wow, what's, what the heck is this? Yeah, it's uh, like some word with X's and Y's and you can't pronounce it. Can't pronounce it at all <laughs> yeah. and you don't know what it is. Yeah. So if I don't know what it is, it's not coming home with me. But yeah. for the most part, I'm not eating out of a box <laughs> yeah, at all or processed meats. Yeah. Um, in our area, I live in Guelph and in our area, there's a lot of Mennonite, uh, markets and a lot of organics. Um, yeah. So you guys go to like the farms and stuff and get, yeah, try to, yeah, go to the market, try to get things there. Yeah. We're at all possible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you feel? Like, is everyone cheats or if you want to call it a cheat or just when you eat crappy, like you, can you immediately tell when you've like a hundred percent? Yeah. Yes. Um, I, although now that you say that, okay, wait, I'm going to backtrack. Um, yes. If I especially eat a lot of things with sugar or like processed, I feel it the next day for sure. Like my whole energy level, everything's not good. Um, on the flip side of that, I went to Cuba for a week. I was in the salt water every day. We ate super clean. Now, I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I can't do that at home. So mm-hmm. I don't know how in Cuba, all of a sudden, I could drink tequila, Weird. rum, etc. 
although we were eating super clean and right. in the salt water. Right. And, but I felt great the whole time I was there. Because you're in the sun. Yeah. Sun, salt water, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I like, I Cuba. just felt <laughs> so good. <laughs> I might move to Cuba. <laughs> I felt really, really good. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, however, when I say, like, morning, this is what happened. I didn't like their butter, so I didn't eat bread at all the mm-hmm. whole time I was there. Morning was omelet with all these fresh things. You just picked your things, they made you an omelet. Lunch usually was they had grilled chicken or fish on the grill, you're having that. Um, dinner, same thing, and a lot of fresh fruit and a lot of fresh juices. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I really missed was like salad sort of greens, but um, I did eat super well. So I the alcohol didn't seem to it didn't bother. It kind of balanced just, it out. Yeah, I guess I balanced it out. <laughs> it could balance it. Especially now, I and I've heard and people have told me that tequila is actually good for you. So it might there be just know. changing. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. How do you love? How do you love tequila? I hate tequila. I can't do tequila anymore. No, but I I do. I feel it's when I eat starches. Yeah. Like even today, and I notice more, but I cheat a lot because I have no willpower. I'm slowly learning that. But I, as soon as I, I ate sat like salad for lunch, which I very rarely do, ate had a shake this morning, mm-hmm. and I went. I was like, I had these, I had these graham crackers up here. Apparently, I yes. had two of them, and my stomach was like distended. And oh. I was like, if if I even try and have a starch or a carb, a bread or that yes. type of stuff, yeah, I am like, my stomach's immediately like, no, thank you, I don't yeah. want this. Doesn't want it. But yeah. that's the thing I love the most, and that's a hard part. It is it's hard. Like, yeah. Super not hard. having it. It is super hard. And then I yeah. and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna remove it for a little while. And then Friday comes and I've had McDonald's twice, and I'm like, then I'm even worse. And then it's just like a, it's like a vicious cycle for me. I don't know how to like I have get to out of say, it. As I get probably older and more through this, I'm becoming. I have more willpower. Yeah. Because when I I know when I eat certain things, I just feel that bad. So then why? Yeah. Right. So if I'm in the car and when I was working a lot and in the car, I had things like I had apples. Apples make me feel really good. Um, nuts. I had water. Now I my thing right now is like mostly like a soda or sparkling water. We have a soda stream now. Mm-hmm. And then just a splash of cranberry, mm-hmm. which is really good for bladder yeah. um, for a lot of things. Um, so that's my latest. But I just make sure that I have that all the time so right. that I'm not tempted yeah. to go somewhere and get something else. Yeah. And that's my thing. Yeah. It's like being prepared. And right now our kitchen's in renovation. So we haven't had right. a kitchen at home yeah. for like months. And luckily enough, uh, shout out to the meal prep company. Oh, they just opened yes. over on yeah. table. Yeah. And I go to the bank every there every day there. So they make work. things. Yeah. So I luckily they opened up and they're right there and it's easy. So now because I can't cook at home currently because of renovations, I can get something good there yeah, no, that I know good. is nice. Um, but yeah, as soon as I'm like not prepared, that's when I eat crappie. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like here at work, when I'm here at work all day, in the morning, the first thing I do here, which is my new thing, is making, I make like a huge jug of water with um, lemons. Lemon. So lemons or limes, yeah. cucumbers, and mint. And then so I good. often put a jug of, I fill it with water and then half of a bottle of uh, kombucha. Yes. Um, just because I love kombucha and I feel good when it's, no, that's when good I'm for you. drinking it. Yeah. Um, and I, as long as I, I usually drink that full jug like throughout the day, but then once I'm gone home from work, I'm like at home again, 
And then, then, I, then I'm not drinking yeah. enough water. And I'm like, well, I drank enough during the day. Do it's hard. It's hard. And, and um, your life right now is not very routine. So yeah. um, once you get into a routine again, then yeah. it's much easier. I mean, yeah. my kombucha you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, my brother makes it. Oh, right. So we have unlimited kombucha all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you get used to it. It's an acquired taste. People always ask me, right? Like, yeah. what does kombucha taste like? And I was like, uh, I never really know how to describe it. And then Google told me to describe it as like a, a vinegary. Vinegary. Bitter. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, but if it's a right flavor, it's not so bad. I've tried a lot of brands well, of kombucha. Well, my brother has tried different ways to make it. And yeah. he'll ask me, oh, is this a good batch? You know, because he doesn't have a great taster. So uh, you can tell if it's a good batch or a bad batch. Right. Yeah. He makes so, it at home, eh? He makes like it at home. The, um, the SCOBY. The SCOBY. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's the bacteria or something. Yeah. yeah. that's sweet. I would. I probably should come and visit you guys and learn how to do that because <laughs> I buy kombucha every single day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I once love you, it. Once you have one, yeah. then you're making them as you Yeah. Be. Is it so, hard? It doesn't appear to be. But, <laughs> but exactly. we don't know the process, yeah, the exactly. actual process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's good. Let's see what else we can work with. Um, yeah, so, like, when you were first diagnosed, I mean, I again, like, I know you to be a very positive, uh, forward-looking individual. Did you, I mean, I'm sure at some point, I know you said you went and you had your cry, but then you were kind of like, well, I'm still the same person I was yesterday. Yeah. But there had to have been a point. Have you been, like, scared? Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what yes. are those experiences um, like? I have a, had a really good friend whose sister had progressive MS. And what I, that's the only experience I had with it. And I saw her in the nursing home and she at that point was probably 35 and she couldn't talk and she couldn't walk and she couldn't eat and she couldn't take care of herself. So when I first got diagnosed and then I, that's what I first thought of. Yeah, of course. And so there is different stages of MS. What I have found out since then because I follow a lot of Facebook sites and a lot of blogs and a lot of different, uh, I guess, sites that cover MS, mm -hmm. is that, um, first of all, there's a lot of different stages. And uh, you can, I have uh, remitting relapsing, then there's secondary, then there's progressive. Um, what I have found by following a lot of the sites is that, uh, there's a lot of medication. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of chatter about it. Um, when I first started uh, looking at some of the sites, it seemed to me that about, this is rough, about 80% of people were on medication and about 20% were not. That was, say, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Now what I'm seeing, and it's slowly, the, the bar has swayed, um, that there's a lot less people on medication. And so what I see now is people will say, well, I used to be on medication, now I'm not. Now I'm doing this, which is, you know, holistic or healthy eating or whatever they're doing. And I feel much better than I did when I was on the medication. So um, it's telling me that uh, people are becoming more educated and like listening to themselves rather than just the doctor. Um, I had this um, happen where I was at the MS Society, which I used to be very involved with. And there was a girl, a young girl that got diagnosed. She was 28 and she was very, very sad. And the girls at the MS society asked me to talk to her. And I said, sure, of course. So, um, she said to me, uh, what do you take? 
what medication do you take? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I, I, I'm not taking any. I don't. Yeah. And she said, oh, is that an option? And I said, wow, that's like really surprising to me mm-hmm. that you just said that. Um, <laughs> she didn't really think it was an option. Right. She was trying to have a child. And uh, I said, well, yes, it is. Definitely it is. And you should educate yourself. This is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of sites that maybe you want to follow. One of them is MS Hope out of Alberta. It's all about healthy living. And um, sure enough, she started following them. Um, and that was, I want to say, about f- almost five years ago. And um, I keep in touch with her on text and on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she's now had two healthy children. She did not go on the medication. Yeah. Oh, my God, my heart. She, she was ready to go on. Yeah. Because the neurologist told her. Right. That was right. what you do. Right. I talked to her for five minutes. And I was like, oh, is that an option? Right. Yes, it is. Of course it is. It's a, totally an option. But yeah. you need to educate yourself. I'm yeah. not your doctor. Right. So I just gave her some you know, things she maybe want to look into. Yeah. And uh, she did not go on any. So that's pretty, I think, telltale. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. What would you say are like your top, I don't know if advice is the right word, but like the top things that are important in your life in terms of staying healthy? Um, Okay. Um, First of all, your attitude is, the most important thing you have so you have to stay positive and um if you're not a positive person i've i've met some people that got diagnosed with ms and literally went home and went into a ball and stopped life and started taking medication i have ms so that's it no you have to be positive um and you have to wake up every day and just say you know what i'm still here <laughs> people say how you doing i go i'm still on this side of the dirt so it's good right um and i think you have to really think about what's important in your life um the interesting thing is uh getting diagnosed then subsequently getting let go from a job i really loved um led me to a pretty simple lifestyle um where i've gotten to spend a lot of time with my mother and my sisters um and it's quite interesting how um that has changed not 100 percent changed my outlook on life but um changed a lot where you think really think about what's important Mm -hmm. and um i i really material things mean very little to me um you know clean up clean out your whatever you have clean it out (laughs) get rid of the junk um because you can really live happy on very little and um took me a while to figure that out too but um yeah so i would say um yeah being positive clean up your life clean up your house as it were (laughs) and and just really think about what's important and um don't let it's going to sound very cliche, but don't sweat the small stuff because it's really small yeah. and not important yeah. uh, at all yeah. in your life. I honestly, I think like mm-hmm. it's so funny to say to this to people all the time is I used to, or I shouldn't say used to, I usually go to Vancouver uh, every summer to visit my best friend Jenna out there. And it's like the first time I realized how small I was, was the first time I went to Vancouver and saw the mountains for the first yes. time. Yes. And yeah. it was the greatest revelation i bawled i was it was didn't expect it had no plans of being like let's go see the mountains it was just being there and being like whoa 
I'm like, and then I, it was just like a sense of like quite amazing. It it, yeah. it is. It really just like puts you in a different perspective. And that's why I like going back there once a year to like remind myself of that because, you know, everyone's at fault. And believe me, I am one extreme to the next. I can be very positive, but I can as soon as like something happens, I, I I'm a very sensitive person <laughs> learning to control my emotions. Yes. Um, but it is it, it's amazing how small things are. And even myself, I'm guilty of that, of letting them unravel into bigger things. In the grand scheme of things. It's just yeah. not. It's just not. If it's not going to matter in a week, six months, or a year, yeah. it's it's just not even mm-hmm. worth your energy, putting energy into something like that. Yeah. The, you know what? The most important thing should be your relationships with people mm-hmm. and um, not things. Yeah. Not stuff. Yeah. And we're similar on, we're on the same, I know same we are. level. Um, but it's hard for a lot of people to realize that. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you hear about people passing suddenly and then all the stuff they had, which really has no meaning at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, my mom has cleared out several times mm-hmm. and now in her apartment, there's things that she likes and we, the children and grandchildren have, if she says, you like it, put your name on it. So like, one day you can have it like no right. big deal. Right. Right. But often she says, you like that. Take it. Yeah. Now, like here, yeah. bye-bye. Just have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think people yeah. have a hard time with getting rid of stuff. People, especially one people that are more attached to more materialistic things. And what I've told a lot of people as I've gone through, as I slowly get rid of stuff and I do donations on a monthly basis of my closet and yep. what I do and don't wear, um, is just, is putting in the mindset of, it's not like you're throwing it away. There are other people that could use those Absolutely. things and yeah. enjoy that. And if that's a way to look at it, to help people like simplify and clear out, I think that's like an important thing for people to think about is like, you're like, yeah, you're holding on to that mug because uh it was important to you at that one time in your life but you haven't used it in six years right Let there it go. are people that Let can't afford a new set of mugs yeah. so get rid of it so someone can pick it up and enjoy it well and the other thing we do is we shop secondhand quite often right. so right um you know it's quite amazing what you can find mm-hmm. at secondhand stores yeah the reverse of it right <laughs> yes yeah um and you know claire has her house right mm-hmm. so this is just one example but she said they were looking for a new coffee machine. So we were on, you know, a, a, a spree to look for the new coffee machines. Well, we found this beautiful Cuisinart with, you know, you grind your beans in the back. And anyways, it ended up, well, it was $8 because Ruth bought it and she got her seniors discount at Goodwill. So it's $8, beautiful coffee machine. And now Claire uses it and loves it. That thing was worth $200 brand new. It's like, why not? Search it out. Take some time. Yeah. yeah. Like, find one somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't spend all that money. But, yeah. you know, some people have a lot of money to spend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? When it comes down to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, now I've taken a lot of people with me that have never gone before. Yeah. They get pretty excited. That's um, my, my eat healthy alarm. That just oh, good off. stuff. <laughs> I have an alarm that tells me to drink water and, and an alarm that tells me to eat a good eat dinner. healthy. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. So... I think that's very important. Like, think about what you can get uh, that somebody else doesn't have use for mm-hmm. um, rather yeah. than buying new all the time. Right. Yeah. It's important. Not trying to stop the economy or anything. No. <laughs> and buy local. That's why I'm like, buy local. Buy local. Go buy local. 100%. That's my yes. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were, you were saying that a couple of things that um, 
are important tools to have in staying positive is one of them. And I think it's important to talk about, you know, how, because not, not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day do you wake up and be like, you know, I'm going to kick ass today. Most days you hope for that. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, we all, we all know that all days are not like that. All days and, are not like that. Yeah. No. And how, how do you deal with not so good days? Um, well, there was a lot of them this winter, actually. As time goes forward, then um, there's more days like that. Mm-hmm. But weather has a lot to do with how I'm feeling. Mm. So 60 to 75, sunny is beautiful. Like, I should live somewhere else, probably. Um, but this winter, with all the ice, with all the snow, with all the gray, like, I think we went a m- more than a month of gray. Um, so you're not feeling well. <laughs> so um, Now you're not feeling well physically or mentally or both? Both. 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 Yeah, mentally affects the physical. So um, people don't know that either. I yeah. don't think people grasp that yeah. either. But mental totally affects your physical. Yeah. So we have a gym. So I was really making a point of going on the bike or going on the treadmill, getting music because music is extremely important to me. So you get your music and you go, and you force yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you force yourself, then you're oh, you're always feeling better after after you do that. Right. Always, hundred percent, all the time doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um the other thing is is to let yourself rest so if you feel like you need to rest and you're not going to the gym Mm -hmm. um and it's really gray and it's really cold um it's okay um you know watch a movie yeah and lie down and take care of yourself and take care of yourself and rest if you need to rest rest your body yeah um try not to let that make you eat poorly because that can happen if you all of a sudden you're having a bad day mentally physically and they go oh you know then emotionally it could cause you to eat poorly right um what i try to do is not have poor stuff in the house so mm-hmm. if you don't have bad things in the house it's really hard to to have them yep unless you live close to the grocery store and you can walk <laughs> um so but if you don't have them there like when you're making the choices in the grocery store yeah. um buy good things to begin with mm-hmm. and then you know what's the later. worst thing Right. Did I ever tell oh, you the story? a bunch of raspberries. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Too many berries. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I ever tell you the story when um, Kelly first moved in to, to tell us with us and the I cheese? I think it had to do with cheese and yogurt. Cheese, cheese and yogurt. Yeah. More of the cheese. Certainly happened with the yogurt also, yeah. but I'll never forget the first week um, my brother's fiance moved into the house and um, brought a block of cheese. Now, dairy's my favorite food group. Doesn't really always agree with me, but it's always my favorite food group. And... Uh, I don't buy cheese. I buy for yogurt. That reason. I don't buy cheese for that yeah. reason because I'll eat yeah. a block of it, which is what I did. Kelly brought a block of cheese home, and uh, um, I think it was within two or three days I ate the entire block of cheese, and not yeah. like this little block, like a big this block. block. Yeah, <laughs> and I ate the whole thing, and then I replaced it, and then I ate that block. Yeah, in a week. No, it's bad. However, it's... we buy real popcorn, not popcorn in the microwave which mm-hmm. is bad for you by the way so nobody should do that but anyway that's good to know because yeah. i do i'm like oh, this is a better alternative anybody than read about it yeah but buy <gasps> popcorn like up. a bag of popcorn. okay then we have um hot air popper okay so super easy yeah you throw it in one, sure. yeah and you just pop it up right yeah. and then um you have a lot of control then on what you're putting on it so right just put a little bit of butter salt what you want yeah. you know real butter seasonings or something <laughs> real butter 100%. Sorry, I could even get close. 
no one should eat margarine. <laughs> read about it. Yeah. <laughs> just read. Just Google it, everyone. Read about that. Also read about anything with aspartame. Mm. I'm not the person that's going to educate you, but you can educate yourself. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a hot air popper. So if we get that craving, because I live with my sister now and we get that craving. And so you just throw it in the hot air popper. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go back also to the other one that you were saying about when you're de dealing with not so good days. What I say often to people in something that, you know, even I struggle and then relearn and then struggle and relearn often is like when you have bad days and you wake up or you end with a bad day or whatever it is, is like being okay with it in like not just because we're told the emotions are bad doesn't mean they're bad. It's like if you just let, if you feel it and you let it just live inside of you. Just the only thing is like, don't hold on to it, right? Feel it, let it happen. If you have yeah. to stay in bed and sleep or watch a movie and take care of yourself and then let it go. Yeah. And I think everyone is so like, put puts fists up to like, oh, I'm sad. Like, I got to get rid of this. I have to like, I have to be better. I have to be better. I have to. And then it's just like a downward spiral. Yeah. I've experienced that where you wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be promoting this. Like, you know, good vibes, positive outlook. And, and, and then you forget that like to have positive emotions, you have to have negative emotions. That's really interesting because lately I've become a lot better with saying, if someone says, oh, how was your sleep? I'm much better now to say, you know what? It wasn't good at all. It was very fractured. Yeah. And I just need to lie still for a little while. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, you can, at that point, I mean, it, yeah, go to the gym, make yourself feel better because that does make yourself feel better. Right. Um, I think it's just really important to um admit it <laughs> yeah and understand your body right it's like yeah. it's like just learning yourself yeah i had a bad day or i and it's okay a, it's i'm a little depressed yeah and uh it's funny because okay. now that i say that it wasn't long ago it was probably after christmas um and my mom said to me um I get the feeling you're a little depressed and i go well, yeah i am i really am i said i have no job i'm living with my sister and uh, I have no car, and he, yeah, I'm a little depressed. Right. But I am yeah. feeling a little depressed, yeah. and I'm acknowledging that. Yeah. And uh, I'll get through it. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a positive person, and I'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. I might be a little quiet for a little while, but that's okay. Yeah. No big deal. Have you dealt with that type of experience before, or is that some sort of a new um, That is challenge? new that I admit it. Yeah, right. Before I used to fake it mm -hmm. and still try to be happy mm -hmm. for everyone else. Yep. But now I just go, yeah, no. Yeah. I just need to be on my own for a little while or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to go for a little walk. Yeah. By myself. By myself. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm good after. Yeah. yeah. I am so. super grateful for the friends that I have that understand when I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, I planned something to go out on a Friday or a Thursday or whatever it is. And then that day comes and it's not a good day. And yeah. when I say, you know, guys, like, I'm, I just don't feel like coming. It's it's not like oh my god it's not like yeah. oh she's not coming and it's it's like we yeah. get it and I think a lot of people experience different levels of that sure um, but yeah it's it's about again taking care of yourself first and not trying to like just put on a facade to make everyone else feel to make better. everyone else feel happy yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know uh, one of the things I've come across lately because I I had breakfast with a few people the other day I hadn't seen for a while. And the hardest thing is, is when people go, oh, how are you? And then they're looking like sad face and everything. Right. Go, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Right. I'm good. You know, yeah. like, yeah, things happen. But 
for the most part, all good, but people don't understand neurological diseases because on the outside, everything looks fine. Right. It, for the most part. I right. mean, I'm not in a chair, so right. um, there's a lot of people in chairs, then that's yeah. obvious. Um, but yeah, for the most part, people are scared of it because they don't mm. understand it, don't know it. Mm. So they're just feeling sorry for you and yeah. go, my God, how yeah. are you? Right. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. Well, you know. I think that's the thing about like a lot of things, right? Is like, is just educating the people that are around you, and it's to no fault of their own. Is you know you have to educate people on anything. Exactly. And yeah. and if they don't know, they don't know. That's the you, no. And if they're not interested, then right, right, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it could, be, it could be a surface level. Yeah. How are you? Yes. <laughs> I think often that's yeah what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you know what? I think most diseases are not obvious. Yeah. People have cancer. You can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah. Not necessarily. You know. Um, So, yeah. You just have to be, um, I think, empathetic to people. Mm -hmm. That's my uh, favorite word is empathy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's my favorite word. Yeah. You just have to, you know, sort of put yourself in somebody else's shoes Mm -hmm. sometimes and Mm -hmm. um, be empathetic to how they're feeling. And, yeah. Yeah. I think think our generation has lost that... uh, that capability well i what i've seen lately and i'm guilty of it too is has to do with technology mm-hmm. um because i can get lost in my cell phone and my all my social media yeah and um i'm trying really hard to be aware of it and not and to put it away and mm-hmm. to walk away from it and mm-hmm. turn my sound off so that yeah. i don't hear every single time somebody's texting me or yep. calling me or whatever um you know, in the olden days, it was like you had your phone, your landline, and... Yeah, that's all there was. That's all there was. Yeah. So you could be gone for three, four days, and nobody's talking to you or driving you crazy and yeah. knowing, you know. And it's hard because everyone's in it now, including myself. Yeah. So you're in it, and you're addicted to it. all the time. <laughs> and yes, addicted to it. Yeah. But what I really find disheartening is... Actually, more your <laughs> age group, where you go, <laughs> you're with a group, mm-hmm. and they're so fixated. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you in particular. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. So fixated on their phones that they're not paying attention to what's going on mm-hmm. in the present. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared what that's going to look like yeah. down the road. Yeah. Now, and the vice versa of that, which, again, is something, as a communications major, we study. Yeah. And... Uh, what was interesting to me is like, yes, uh, as the generations come up, growing up with technology and stuff, it's like the parents didn't grow up with technology, so they so they don't know how to combat it. Right. But as our as our generation has children, we experienced it. And no, now I didn't technically grow up when cell phones, but right. you know, yeah. I was still young when it was coming through is like now that we're aware of how advertising works and how things are marketed and we grew up enough in it that we understand the importance of it not being, you know, a sole purpose in like our children's lives. And hopefully you're going to see a shift. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) See a shift in, in a following generation that, you know, and it's even funnier as like, I just think, um, social as i look on social media and as i listen to more podcasts and in my perspective anyways i see a lot of things slowly and probably only because i'm looking really closely into it and you know looking for it but there are a lot of people that are 
wanting a more wanting a more simplified life they're going from like i know have more and more friends that say i don't want to be on facebook anymore and Mm -hmm. i don't want to do i don't want to have snapchat and i don't want to have instagram i got rid of snapchat a year ago and that takes a lot of time it's i don't have it 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 takes a lot of time time. and i and it was I would be like in the car and I'd hear a Backstreet Boys song and I'd be like, oh, I got to like put it on Snapchat so someone knows that I'm listening to a Backstreet Boys song. Like, (laughs) cool. That's not like, it's just not necessary. (laughs) And I got rid of it. Yeah. That does take a lot of time. Even Facebook. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram. But um, what I'm finding with Facebook is two things. Uh, I like, I'm on there with a lot of my cousins and I have huge family. And what I like to see is the pictures of their kids growing up. Right. I would never see that. So there's things right. like that that I really enjoy. Yeah, for sure. Um, what I don't enjoy is a lot of the sort of social messages that come through. And I'm trying to combat that by saying, don't want this, don't want this, don't want this. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. There's like, oh, my and God, that's news. just like people's opinions. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't want to share mine on there mm-hmm. publicly. Yeah. It's more like just for fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it scares me. Um, how people are so fixated on that. So yeah. fixated. I've gone to a point where like I just like I clean out my closet every month. I clean out my the clean list of your, people yeah. that I follow on Facebook because no, that's a good idea. You know, if and I've it, and it has it has happened to me where I've cleared out people and if I I haven't seen you in four years and like we're not you know, you're not my family member and you're not an acquaintance that I see every day and you know, I don't necessarily have a, a reason to keep you on, and I remove you as a friend. It doesn't mean I, you know, I don't like you or whatever. Yeah. But I'm trying to finesse, you know, the stuff I see, and then sure, who sees my stuff or yeah. whatever. But exactly. I have seen someone, and I run ran into them in person, probably the first time in six years, and they're like, "You unfriended me on Facebook." Oh my and I was gosh! Like, and you know, then Do I just people ex- know that. Yeah, apparently. Oh, I don't oh, know. Okay. Some people. I think you I can have like a that. a thing that tells you when oh. someone unfollows you, but also my. Facebook's private, then you try and look at my stuff and you can't oh, you anymore, can't. then it tells you like, oh, wow. I have a friend. And I'm like, people are too uh, yeah. worried about that. But stuff. you know, once I was like, well, this is like what I'm doing and you know, I'm just trying to like simplify and clear out. They're like, oh, that's right. And then they added me on Facebook. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Here's the cycle. You know what the nice thing though is on Facebook because I felt very isolated when I first got diagnosed with MS and I started following some different groups. Mm. So you're talking to people that also have MS. And it's helpful to see what other people are going through. And you go, oh, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, it's a community, right? Yeah, it is a community. And there's several. There's a couple I'm not following anymore, but there's a a few that I'm still. And, yeah, it's super helpful. And then you share thoughts and ideas. And often, um, let's say one topic was any particular medication. Then I would go on and I'd say, well, I'm not on medication. Mm, this is what I'm doing. Every single time I do that, and it's been often, people write me privately on Facebook mm-hmm. and say, can you please tell me what you're doing? How's it going? Right. So now I've made friends, especially like there's one guy from Ireland that we talk all the time and mm-hmm. he's the same. He doesn't. Yeah. He's holistic. He doesn't yeah. Holistic. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, but they want to know what you're doing. They want right. to know more information. Right. So we, you take it to a private mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. because I I don't want to I don't want to influence people. I want yeah. people to find out for themselves. Right. Educate themselves. And yeah, if they want to know stuff. Themselves. Right. I'm giving them Happy information. To. No problem. Yeah. Um like that girl. Yeah. That you know ended up having a couple of kids. Yeah. Um but I'm not the doctor. 
So yeah. you have to you have to listen to your own cues, your own body, and figure out what's the best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been really positive. Where then you have conversations with people, and that's uh, yeah, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, you have this too. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, because I I don't have any personal friends with it. Right. So right. Yeah, it's been good. So you have that community, that mm-hmm. relation online. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. So that's been yeah, that's a very positive thing right. with Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would certainly agree. I have, you know, even in this, on a smaller scale, I have followed different groups and social cir- social circles and different podcasts that I listen to health health related yes. stuff, and that yeah. you can just get information from one another sh- or one another and share your experiences. And and it is, it's a yeah, like a great to know what other people are trying. Yeah, um, yeah. health matters is another one that I okay. love, um, and it's all about good, clean mm-hmm. eating living etc gives you a lot of information yeah so yeah now prior to having uh prior to being diagnosed you live you know worked a really busy lifestyle where it wasn't routine and on the go 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 and worked for corporation blah 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 and compared to now is your definition or your interpretation of success different um yeah yeah um like how would because people define it i think you know success is a blanket term for very different things for very very different people in work um i mean i'm i'm very entrepreneurial and i'm very uh sales driven because i was a dsm for retail so i was thinking every day success was to make the sales numbers (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's that's was my life is making sales numbers getting getting there getting to be the best actually because I'm very competitive um, and now uh, <laughs> I I laugh at retail actually I had know a lot of people still in it and yes um, very interested if they're making their numbers because that's what you're there for um, and what are you doing to get there um, now in my life it's like what am I doing uh, for myself to get there meaning for you know to have a have a healthy successful life without relapses so that's my success now is like every day waking up and going yep what am I going to do today uh, to make my life better mm-hmm. um, and make my relationships better and make sort of every day count mm-hmm. um, where you know you do a lot of things that are making you happy and giving you that fulfillment um, that it doesn't really matter i guess the outside stuff doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of retail over and over because i worked (laughs) in it for so long and um (laughs) now my competition is you know having scrabble games with you (laughs) and and my success is beating you which hardly ever happens (laughs) Um, i do have a love for (laughs) thanks to you actually (laughs) um but yeah i still i'm still competitive but uh, in a very different way Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to think of new things every day that are going to make my life better. Yeah. Um, and they don't involve sort of outside things. They don't involve uh, things at all. They don't yeah. involve money. They don't involve, I mean, right now I don't have a car, which is probably one of the bigger struggles I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to deal with it and hopefully get one. But um, instead of having something brand new that I would have had in the past. It's like, oh yeah, I just want something to get from A to B. It's yeah. good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um doesn't really matter. Four um, wheels. Four yeah. wheels and a steering well, wheel. Safe. Yeah. It's good. Safe's good. <laughs> um yeah. And I I just try to make every 
experience count mm-hmm. um, as a positive one and uh, lit and learn from it yeah. positive or negative uh, you learn from it mm-hmm. and uh, go forward yeah because yeah. it's always an experience regardless exactly whether it's good yeah good or bad it's an experience you know what i'm trying to have more experiences i'm trying to do more rather than sit back yeah um yeah somebody asked me to do something i'm like yeah Yeah. i'd like to do yes i'd like to do that (laughs) yeah just go Um, go and live a little (gasps) if i take a page from uh, my father um and he was very driven in life and working but when as he got older he did a lot of things so he learned to play the violin when he was 80 for instance, that's one instance. And he was taking classes with children and he was in the recital with children. Yeah, playing oh the violin. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then as he got older, he started buying up old violins, taking them apart, restringing them, like fixing them up and selling them. And that made him happy. Um, and so he never stopped learning. He told us that from a young age. Don't stop learning. Um, you learn from everything, good or bad. Um, and yeah, just um, every single day is like a gift. And uh, you want to just take it in and yeah. Do your best with it. Do your best. Yeah. What do yeah. you learn? Are you learning anything new right now? Or have learned anything what new? What am I learning new right now? Oh, geez, Sarah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm learning that um, it's okay um, if you if everything's not going the way that it's supposed to, uh, because other things happen in their place, and then you learn from that. So I, at this point, wanted to open a secondhand store, but it's not happening at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but opportunities keep presenting themselves to do other things. So now someone called me out of the blue to do some recruiting for retail. I'm I enjoy that. And I know a lot of people, so um, I'm helping them with that. And then um, I just got a call again from um, TBQ, and I'm going to be going back and doing a little bit with them because uh, I love the product and uh, I can sell it. I just can't work as much as I was. Right. So, right. Um, what else am I doing new? That's very interesting. Oh, um, you know, my daughter Claire mm-hmm. has uh, a couple of stepchildren. And I'm having so much fun with them. Um, um, they are super interesting and super positive. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I love doing things with them, spending time with them. Um, we um, recent, I mean, we play outdoor activities all the time, which I love. And um, I've started going to secondhand stores and finding them things, which they love. There's like just. Alita especially loves reading, so I'm finding her books all the time. Um, Ashton loves any sports, so I'm finding him really cool, like sports jerseys and things like that. Secondhand stores, like three bucks, four bucks, you know. They just love it. Yeah. And they're so positive, these kids. And so, yeah, that's sort of a new thing. Yeah, Um, that's certainly new new kids. Because I'm like a grandma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's certainly a new experience. Yeah. So hanging out with kids, it gives me a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And um I think their ideas and their outlooks on everything are are so fresh and new that it just gives you that inspiration mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You get a little energy from their oh, energy. <laughs> energy for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we we're near we're almost at an hour, shall we? Wow. Can you believe it went by that fast? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, so 
the reason that, oh, excuse me, uh, the reason that I called the podcast um, par with the pun, part of the process, um, is that I think uh, it's important to enjoy life as it comes. Um, and I've often have said and, and believe very much that setting goals is very important and reaching goals is important. Um, but if you're only ever going to, if you're only ever focused on a goal, there's always going to be another goal. And so you, that, that fulfillment and that happiness and that excitement of whatever, whether it lasts three days or three months or three years, there's going to be something above it. And, um, I think it's important to enjoy the process of life and enjoy the in-betweens and enjoy the little pieces that make your process whole. Um, and so in ending, um, our first episode, um, is what is asking um, each person what for anyone listening, um, you know, almost like your 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 last piece of advice. Like, what is the most important part okay. of your process? Yeah, um, a few things. Some of them are cliche, but cliches are yeah. re- there for a reason. <laughs> um, focus on uh, relationships and not stuff, um, because the stuff is not going to make you happy. <laughs> Um, clear away the clutter of your life and that's sort of a big sort of overall picture it's not necessarily the material clutter but the whole clutter ever all the clutter mm-hmm. um, if you're in a bad relationship clear away that clutter um, get rid of the toxic people in your life because it's just gonna drag you down mm-hmm. uh, don't sweat the small stuff which is you know over said a lot uh, but I don't and uh, my family does it. <laughs> and if you don't, it's going to make you a lot happier. One day at a time is very important. Um, and last but not least, the changes that have happened to me in the last few years um, have actually improved and helped my overall quality of my life, which is, uh, I don't know, sounds pretty profound. But anyway, um, it's funny how things happen and then it changes your life. And I always say to my friends, sometimes things have to happen in order for you to realize what's important mm-hmm. uh, to move forward. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it did. And I, although I was very positive before it happened, um, I'm a lot happier now. So there you have it. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. It There's another so, cliche. There we'll add, we'll add yeah. one more cliche. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, no, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so thank you for having me. Woo! Uh, this was awesome. Yay! And um, I uh, I loved talking to you and hanging around with you. And uh, as always, we always have great conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now people can listen to them and, and poke fun at that's, us. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep being positive. Yeah, always positive. And, and when it's negative, it's okay, too. It's okay, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we did it. All right. an hour. High five. That's going to be really loud on the podcast, but oh. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right. It's all right. And all right. This is episode one with Shelly Thrasher. I am Sierra Park, your host, which is super weird to say. And this has been part of the process. Mm-hmm.